welcome to this Insurance Post podcast. I'm Isabella Kmielewska, Commercial Editor at Insurance Post, and today we're going to be talking about the evolution of sophisticated vehicle data and what the current trends mean for motor insurance providers. Most new vehicles in the UK come with some form of advanced driver assistance system. Data on the presence and performance of those systems, down to the vehicle identification number as well as granular vehicle-centric data on MOTs, valuations and more, can offer additional insights and benefits to motor insurance providers when calculating risk. With claims inflation impacting the market, could offering sophisticated and detailed data offer insurers a competitive advantage? Here to discuss the issue, I'm delighted to welcome Ton Laurie Fussy, Automotive Director at LexisNexis Risk Solutions UK and Ireland. Tom, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Simba. Lovely to have you here. So my first question and where I would like to begin is by asking how is access to detailed vehicle data changing the way insurers are insuring vehicles? So good question. So I mean, if you think about it and back to, to the intro that you just raised, so got a lot of factors at play here with regards to what's changing that you know more and more innovation arriving on these uh, on these vehicles and insurers have got a big challenge on their hands you know the, mm-hmm. they 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 want to get a deeper understanding of what that vehicle can do you know the individual yeah. vehicle that you are inquiring upon when you want your your policy quote or indeed when you're going through a claim process they do want to know a lot more about that vehicle but ideally they don't want to ask you uh, and that's not because they don't believe you, but it's like like any customer journey, if they can, it's actually simpler for both parties if that information can be some way passed to the insurer on your behalf. But then it's all the more important for that information to be very, very accurate. So this sort of idea of the metal, like if we consider the, you know, the 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 hardware that we're talking about here, the, the thing yep. on the four wheels that yep. in the past has been potentially neglected a little bit. If you consider, for example, the quote journey that most of us will be familiar with, we spend a lot of time filling in details about our address and our profession even, and, and a number of years we've held driving license, et cetera, et cetera. We don't tend to spend that many of those questions filling in really detailed information about our car. We kind of assume, mm-hmm. you know, you type in number plate and kind of, well, the insurer, you know, they're experts in, in motor policy, they'll, they'll know what that is. Uh, and actually, as we're finding these days, the vast number of cars on the road, you've, you've got a number of factors at play. You've got lots of new cars with this advanced driver assistance systems, ADAS, as you mentioned in your intro. But also you've got a counter trend, which is with the cost of living crisis, more and more people choosing to keep their cars for longer. I think the average yeah. now is nine years old. So an insurer is being asked quite a difficult challenge there to say, OK, I'll tell you a little bit about my car. And you've then got to mm. work out exactly what it has got, what it has not got and how that might impact the the quote or the claim journey. So it's a it's a real tricky one. Uh, and there's no real shortcut to it. You know, you've really got to get into the nitty gritty of that metal strategy. Uh, and here at LexisNexis uh, Risk Solutions, we've got a new product called Vehicle Insights that 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 does just that. So it mm. you trigger it off a number plate and it gives that insurer a deep dive into uh, that vehicle information, uh, which you know is becoming all that more important for them to be able to get an established and reliable insight into the metal that they're looking to insure. Yeah, of of course. And um, you've you've touched on this a little bit already. Um, and 
you know, on, on average, eight out of 10 new cars have some form of uh, assistance system. And the average age of passenger vehicles, as, as you said, is about nine years old on the road in the UK. So vehicles are becoming older and people with the cost of living crisis, they don't want to be constantly swapping their cars out. Um, so, so what would you say, how would this affect the way motor insurance is being provided just based off of that? Yeah. So I think the key here is, as you said, there's almost like two diverging trends there that somehow an insurer needs to bring together and, and uh, you know solve as a cohesive whole. Mm-hmm. The key for me is granularity. So it is understanding yep. each one of those use cases as a unique use case and getting into the nitty gritty of the story behind the quote journey. So if you take the older cars, for example, what does that really mean to an insurer and how does that impact how they mm-hmm. go about their day to day and quote? they need to know more about what's going on with that car. So, so one yeah. of the modules that we offer within LexisNexis Vehicle Insights is the MOT, not only the MOTs themselves to say what's been happening year on year through the lifetime mm-hmm. of that car, but also a trend analysis piece on top of it. And interestingly, insurers really do rather like that perspective because what we're basically saying there is this is vehicle data. You know, it's, it's what we mm-hmm. see from the MOT uh, testers, but mm-hmm. If we see trends there year on year, so this person we know has owned this car for the last four or five years, for example, and we see year on year the number of particularly the safety related advisories increasing, they're not Mm -hmm. breaking the law. You know, that's not a safety critical fault. That is a recommendation from the MOT examiner to say, if I were you, I'd, you know, I'd look into these. If the number of those sorts of comments are increasing year on year, then clearly that is of paramount importance for the insurer to know that. And it might well be that beyond that metric, everything appears to be going in the right direction. You know, they've not had a claim. We know their vehicle. They appear to be very low risk and hence potentially mm-hmm. we're, we'll look at a lower uh, a lower renewal. Or oh, hang on a minute. Actually, over the last three years, there's quite a surprising amount of, of issues on their vehicle clearly left unchecked that begins to point towards a slightly different reality which is perhaps they might not have you know in terms of the cost of living crisis they might not have the funds to really honor the safety related um uh, you know uh, issues that they need to resolve on that vehicle and that unfortunately is super critical for an insurer to know that and not be blinded by other data so I think, yeah, in terms of where the where the market is going, certainly for the older cars, that is becoming more and more crucial to get that real granularity around what is happening to that car on a day to day basis. The other end of the scale are these new cars, which are having more and more ADAS equipment fitted. Completely different challenge there, but a fascinating one nonetheless. So we, I think last year or year before, launched uh, LexisNexis Vehicle Build. Mm-hmm. which is a product that looks specifically at that challenge. So we are fortunate. We've found a, a way to effectively uh, find a commercial model that works to allow insurers to access the VIN level build for ADAS. So what does mm-hmm. this do? This says, OK, for that number plate, Isabella, we can tell you exactly what that vehicle left the production line with in terms of its ADAS equipment. Yeah. And if as an insurer, Whilst that super granularity is super interesting, some insurers are still sort of like, well, great, but so what? You know, you've told us all of this tech, tech goodies, but what do they mean? We also offer up a a sort of a score and a rating to say, okay, when Mm -hmm. that tech and that tech is combined on that vehicle, they tend to have a reduced uh, claims propensity frequency at this factor. So an insurer can get, okay, great. I've looked at the number plate. You've told me that it should be able to avoid 
you know particular type of accents i can then put that in my pricing model and i can and i can price accordingly um so you've got those two extremes and i think they they're probably going more and more uh further apart in terms of this portion of the uk car park that's got get you know vehicles that are getting older and older and hence the yep. focus isn't really on adas technology because most of them won't have adas technology the focus is in what can you really tell me about the day-to-day -day use of that vehicle and, and its local condition all the and way it's maintenance the, i suppose and and yeah. um the likelihood of the uh policy holder actually maintaining the car and making sure that it is you know up to standard and exactly ensuring and, yeah and again so, because we've got the entire uk car park view what's also useful is to be able to kind of uh, unpick what's normal and hence highlight the abnormalities, because clearly mm. an older car, you'd expect to have a few more um, issues with it, which might still not be a factor when it comes to insurance pricing. But with our complete market coverage, then we can highlight look, this is this is non-standard. Like we would not expect this car at this age to have these many issues. It's probably flagging towards something like, uh, you know, an, an affordability issue or something like mm -hmm. that. Moving on, uh, in recent months, the uh, Financial Conduct Authority has warned insurance providers not to be undervaluing vehicles, and uh, this is this is obviously quite a big thing ha at the moment. Uh, what challenges are motor, motor insurers facing when valuing vehicles? Uh, what what would you see other uh, say are the challenges? Many. So this has been my sort of pet project for the last three years. And again, I see it's in the news even this morning uh, mm. from the, the, the Financial Conduct Authority uh, and the Financial Ombudsman saying motor still remains to be the highest of all of the different insurance products when it comes to uh, complaints over pricing. Yep. Um, which, you know, it's, no one wants to read that. It doesn't it doesn't benefit anybody. It's, it doesn't mm -hmm. make a pleasant reading, but it's hard. You know, it's a really hard thing to get right and to find that right balance of being fair. But clearly as an insurer it is your business to make that judgment in terms of pricing and not be overly generous on all of the the claims that you make because otherwise you know your your operating ratio will <laughs> take an absolute battering um so we've got to find that balance as an industry one thing i would say and is part of the uh, lexus nexus vehicle insights product is a valuation service within that um, and having spent the last three or so years very much in this space, there are quite different methodologies behind some of the incumbent uh, pricing solutions or valuation solutions. Um, surprisingly different uh, techniques are used and mm -hmm. some, if I'm honest, are, are a little bit behind the times. And, you know, you have to remember these days a consumer, a policyholder, probably is very well equipped with a view on the value of their car you know yes. we can all go online now and mm -hmm. find an equivalent vehicle to the one that we're you know that we're going through the claims process and wanting to have settlement on we can find those those equivalent vehicles ourselves now we couldn't do that five ten years ago it had to be yeah. much more a subjective discussion where you know you had to try and park your own pride of ownership at the door and an insurer <laughs> clearly comes from a very different position in terms of negotiation but these days you know the the everything is online there are so many more companies and portals and, and viewers and comparison sites that you really are in a position to to enter into that negotiation very well mm. informed so the and, and i guess this is probably where a lot more of the complaints come from which is you know vehicle owners say well i know how much my car is worth because i i can find one you know if i were to buy another yeah. one you need to give me that amount of money in order for me to buy like for like um 
So I, I definitely think there's a coming of age of new techniques to, to be more accurate in terms of the retail dynamic, as mm -hmm. opposed to using other factors. You know, in the past, uh, valuation companies have used the trade data, which is what you, you tend to not have visibility as, as, as the public. It's all of those uh, closed auction sites that, that people uh, used to, to move uh, fleets of vehicles around. These days, it's got to really be a retail-based, retail-derived valuation, I think. And uh, as I say, we've got a valuation uh, technique that very much utilises that methodology. Yeah. I think the key differentiator that's really come good in the last couple of years is then that in itself is still not enough. Uh, and I say that because no matter how many vehicles you as a human being or us as a, as a, as a data company are looking at, there will always be corner cases that we haven't quite been of able course. to capture because there's always going to be gaps. You know, it might be that your particular vehicle is quite a unique specification or colour or the age and mileage combination are very rare. And hence, you can look at all the other vehicles online, but you'll, you'll, you'll draw a blank. So you, then you have to go into the subjective. Well, OK, of all the factors, which ones do I ignore when I mm. make my comparison? Do I ignore the fact that this particular car is super high mileage because I don't think the mileage will impact the value too much? Well, that's now a massive assumption that unfortunately will always lead to negotiation uh, concerns. So yep. what we do at, at LexisNexis uh, Risk Solutions is really look at that fundamental retail marketplace. And then we use uh, quite a unique machine learning technique on top of it to effectively fill in the blanks. And I think that as an approach, because we can explain the methodology and we're not trying to hide from it, quite the opposite, it's very transparent. It's very transparent. So you're basically saying, this is what we believe the, the, the value of your vehicle to be. And here are the reasons why. Here's the evidence that goes behind our prediction. And I think that is effectively a, you know, it's, it's an automatic system. It's, 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 it's not manually led, but because we're removing the subjectivity and to be honest, we're removing for the most part human interaction, mm -hmm. it actually provides quite a compelling and structured res response to those individual inquiries. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're at today. Uh, and the future plan is to also pull in the visibility we have going back to the vehicle build products because mm -hmm. got, that's got the VIN level options. What we are, would look, love to do uh, is combine those two worlds. So you take the marketplace data, you take our specific knowledge of what options were fitted to that individual car and you use those options as another factor to fine tune the valuation that you're predicting. And to be honest, Isabella, you're not going to get more accurate than that because that takes into account yeah. everything about the car and indeed the specific nature of that individual car. To me, nuances. that's then kind of the gold standard of, well, look, that is, you know, that's what an expert would value your car if they, if they happen to be stood by it and have just spent half an hour wandering around it. So I think we're in a good place in terms of the, the, the fit. So how can insurers gain a competitive ad advantage today using detailed vehicle data in the future we've talked about granularity we've talked about yeah. how data can really inform so what can insurers be doing as of today or in the next coming year to really really hone in and, and get that competitive advantage yeah so for me it's baking all of this into a bit of a one-stop shop approach where you know all of the things we've discussed here that they're all they've all got value in themselves but the real power is bringing them all together in a way that is directly consumable by the insurer. So, you know, making mm -hmm. that 
applicable to a real-time decision-making process that they have to make. So, for example, that MOT trend analysis piece, you know, let's put a uh, a score or, or, or a number on that, which would enable an insurer to immediately act on it. Same yeah. as we've done with the ADAS, you know, we, we give a rating such that, again, all that insight is baked into it, but when we're allowing that insurer, we're enabling that insurer to make the decision in real time, because that's the crux. It's not just the knowledge of all of these things. It's well, can you tell me the so what fast enough is actually the uh, probably the bigger challenge. So yep. embedding that granularity, that very cohesive view of the vehicle, how it interacts with the policyholder, the 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 VIN level lookup, building all of that into uh, a one-stop shop solution from from LexisNexis Risk Solutions. I think that's to me that's the key in terms of giving those insurers a competitive advantage. What are LexisNexis's plans to help tackle these issues in the coming year? I know you've touched a little bit on it, but um, are there specific things that you guys are working on that you're planning on um, releasing soon? Um, just just talk me through that. Sure. So Vehicle Insights is is the the program of work that I've, I've basically been been leading for the last nine months. So that will go live towards the tail end of this year. I think it's it's mm-hmm. in for for Q3. So that's a new product launch, uh, which contains the sort of the the, the kind of the foundational uh, elements of that vehicle data piece that we discussed earlier. So sort of what is that car, the age, the make model, the value of yep, it, yep. the MOT history, et cetera, et cetera. So that's coming live in Q3 and we're about to start testing with clients uh, right now. We will then start to explore how to plug that level of insight into the other products that we've got. So I mentioned already how we might plug it into uh, vehicle build to get a VIN level valuation service. Mm-hmm, That's something mm-hmm. that we're exploring with clients today. And then the other part that we haven't yet touched upon is is smashing that same data into our other databases. So, for example, within LexisNexis Risk Solutions, we have uh, a policy uh, database which I think mm-hmm. contains over 85% of all motor insurance policies for UK market. And that okay. is already leading to some fascinating additional insights because effectively what that allows us to do is go from the number plate inquiry that we'd normally get from an insurer. We can then plug that into the policyholder. And from that, we can then infer lots of other information that kind of, if you can join up the vehicle and the person live, then there's lots of other things that we can begin to unpick around their vehicle history. Um, you know, we can also pull in well, where are they in the world uh, and and hence what other insight can we pull in from the market average around that make model of car, the mileages, et cetera, et cetera. So I think taking vehicle data and within the Lexus Nexus risk solutions family, pulling that into our other databases, mm-hmm. I think is going to certainly it's going to keep me busy for the next couple of years. I can imagine so. Tom, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. So many thanks for sharing your thoughts. As always, it's going to be an interesting few months ahead. You can read more about this topic on the Insurance Post website and join us at the Motor and Mobility Conference in June to meet Tom, his team and many others to discuss these issues and more. Thank you for listening and goodbye for now. 